Street. So again, my name is Beth Guide. I'm with SEO 411 and I'm working today with the Northwest Houston Chamber of Commerce. This is our uh, monthly uh, lunch and learn for them. Um, and today's topic I decided to pick was 27 uh, mistakes that people make um, when doing uh, SEO and things that affect your SEO and hurt you if you don't do it right. Um, some of them are gonna be a little bit more uh, technical than others and um, I, I am going to encourage you all to unmute and ask questions as you need to there's not that many of you here so it, it should kind of stay pretty much under control um, so any question you have yell it out but uh, the first thing I'm going to ask is that when you have a website um, that this seems so simplistic um, but back in back uh, probably three years four years now um, HTTP and HTTPS were two basic protocols that you could use uh, to connect to a website. HTTP is what they consider to be unsecure. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to get hacked. It just means that the data as it passes over the internet is not encrypted. Um, HTTPS encrypts that data. So there was a big push to move everything to HTTP. Um, and, or excuse me, HTTPS, and everybody did that. So when people were setting up new websites, they actually went as far as to set the HTTPS side of the website up and not the HTTP aspect of it. Both entities need to be set up, okay? Um, and then what happens is HTTP should redirect to HTTPS. Theoretically, when you give somebody their web, your web address, if you just say my web address is www.seo411.com, the browser controls what protocol it goes to first, which is always HTTP. Um, until browsers are rewritten not to do that, that will not change. So you need to make sure that that first layer is there, that the HTTP layer is there, and that it, that it redirects to HTTPS. Don't isolate it especially if you have a newer site, don't isolate it down that you don't have um, both of them represented. So make, that's an that's a option at your hosting company um, and your hosting company should set up both of them for you. That should just make sure they both work. Do not allow them to operate independently of each other. HTTP should redirect to HTTPS, but it needs to be accounted for. Okay, so your website needs to, to respond on both, both of those two channels. Okay, so that's one of the first um, common mistakes that I see. It's a that one's a little bit more technical, um, but we'll just kind of leave it at that. Does anybody have any questions on that before I go to the to the next one? I'm I really am going to unmute all of you because that way, if you have questions, you can just tell me you have a question. All right, so Donna, you're unmuted. Anna, you're not getting unmuted here for some reason. And then Byron, unmute yourself there too, because I'm sure you're doing two things at once. Um, and then unmute too. So if does anybody have any questions before I walk away from that? Because that's a pretty important um, thing. And I want to make sure that we actually all actually understand what I'm talking about on that. And it seems like nobody has any questions, so I'm going to move on to point 20, uh, the next one. I'm going to say is I've been notorious in all the years I've been doing these classes to not get through a list. I'll walk in with 30 points and we only get to the top five. So far, since we've gone to Zoom, we get 
through all our points. So it's been a very interesting thing because all the points seem to be getting, getting gone on. So the next one is under S, uh, optimizing our meta tags. And what I mean is your title tag and your meta description. Okay. So where that is and where that appears, and let me uh, just go to SEO 411. that one up here on the screen. So you all should be able to see my screen and let's just uh, pick a page here. So when you make your page and you put your page together, where I see most people fall down is this title tag right here. They end up making to be home. You've all heard me say this before. Um, and then uh, down in the bottom, if you come all the way down on the bottom of a page, you should be using your plugin or have the ability to add a meta description. Um, it's this line here. So if you look here, you'll see it says Houston's leading SEO service and web design development firm. We also are uh, experts in social media, website recovery, blah, blah, making us the best turnkey solution. Um, that, is, that is often overlooked or not optimized. Now, if you notice, that makes sense. It doesn't cram keywords in there. It doesn't uh, say just random things. It actually is a sentence that makes sense and addresses everything that I want it to address from start to finish. And what I wanted it to address is Houston, STO services, web design and development, um, and I also want to go after this website recovery aspect because I, I think that the penalties, uh, Google just dropped another core update uh, on Monday. So there's a lot of fluctuation. I think that penalty recovery and how, how people come back for that and whether they even understand they have a penalty. So those are the aspects that I want. So I bake that all in into my, my uh, meta description here. And if you notice, it supports the title tag, which also says Houston SEO expert, so on and so forth. If you actually go out to Google, so you understand how that this works. I think I'm number three. I fluctuate between number one and number three. We're number two there, so you see us there. So my title tag, supported to go after this particular keyword. The other thing is that title tag and that meta description are written in a way that we actually rank on 79 different variants of the keywords that help drive our, our business. So um, those are extremely important areas. They're also areas that we often see get overlooked and um, that, doesn't, that doesn't end up working out right. I have a question. Go ahead, hit it. So if you're putting in Houston, um, do you sh should you have like other unlisted pages, say like for Woodlands, Katy, Spring, if you're trying to draw, draw from a total metro area? No, because I didn't, A, want to go down to that level, and B, I really just, the, the money is in Houston. Um, uh, the, the SEO, I, I'm ranked on SEO Kingwood. I think I get one to three calls a year. I mean, it's okay. not, that it's, people don't really go down that route. So I know that's not a, that's not the best uh, set of keywords to, and that's just trial and error. 
whatever. I learned that by just trial. Now, what I wouldn't, what I, what I would say is that for you, maybe you want to try a title tag, but start it this way: accounting services for small business located in the Houston, uh, the Heights, uh, Woodlands, um, you know, Sugarland, wherever you wanted to go to. But I, I, I might consider doing it that way. But I just know that really the SEO business, that really the Houston is where the money is that people go SEO, Houston, Houston, SEO. So that's, that's, it's kind of like that kind of a thing. Uh, just like I know web hosting does not actually have a uh, city on it. So if you put web hosting Houston or Houston web hosting, you'll get a set of returns. But when people search for web hosting, they search for web hosting. They don't really make it geographically specific. So those are the type of decisions that you have to make when you write those, uh, when you write your title tags and your meta descriptions on how important geography is to that specific page. And it, and it will change from page to page too. Um, now, if I took that Houston off of there, I would not rank here, okay? But if I search for SEO expert, you'll see that I'm now met with a national set of people. See how this all has changed? And right. it's national people. So okay. it becomes an exactly an extremely different thing. What else you'll notice is you guys don't often get the benefit of me sitting in Kingwood. So by removing that um, Houston off of there, it then made it be a local search. And if you notice my two area, my two companies are sitting right here, okay? Normally, when I do that from class, I'm nowhere to be found. But because I'm sitting in Kingwood, it, it actually is showing it and showing it up there. But if you look, we're not, they're all national firms by removing it. So SEO expert without the Houston serves me no benefit because I'm not going to get up in these, in these same places these people are. And a lot of these people are not really practitioners. They're more, you know, uh, gurus, for lack of a better way to say that. Um, right. And so does that kind of help you understand a yeah, little that, bit about what you want to do? That word order is also very important um, on how to, how to do that. So just, that's why, that's why I'm actually showing you mine. So good, Ant, good, you good with that? I'm real good because I hadn't really, uh, as I, when I added to my blog pages, I, that's one of the areas I wrestled with on how do I do that? And, um, so I see this change and how I'm better to do that now. Well, all right. And then on the blogs, depends on where you want your audience to be. If you want to, if you want to try to suck that back local, because you don't get a lot of out-of-state customers, do you? Actually, I do. I do get some. Uh, I, I, I do. You have some? All right. Yeah. So then watch your geography, because that may actually bring you back to Houston instead of letting you go outside of Houston. Okay. All right. So just... Um, just watch that. What else I will say for me, even though ACTWD is a hosting company, I did put SEO terms in it. So the national SEO tends to be more along the lines of, of ACTWD, whereas the local SEO tends to be closer to SEO 411. So it's okay. been an interesting how those two, but because I have those two separate situations going on there. Okay. Okay. Anybody else have a question? Okay, then I'm moving on to the next one. All right, I want you to know we're 20 minutes in and I've already hit two topics. New record, land speed record we got going on here. Okay, the next one is the creation of duplicate content. And we see this quite a bit. Um, 
and it's usually accidental, although sometimes it's on purpose. Um, what people will do is, uh, I can't think of somebody right now that I've seen it on recently, but a good example of, it of this is that I am a roofer and I make a page that says roofer woodlands, roofer Kingwood, roofer Sugarland, roofer Houston, roofer to Heights. And every one of them has the exact same content on it, except that the content was changed out to be representative of that different city. Okay, so that would be one implementation of duplicate content. Um, the other place that I see it a lot is uh, people not putting their blogs together, right? That I end up with um, problems there that I find duplicate. Um, and as much as I'm gonna say duplicated content, I'm also gonna say duplicated title tags. Uh, and I see this a lot of pro times with places like Wix or Weebly or um, uh, Squarespace. Um, they'll write, you guys will write one title tag and it puts the same title tag across every page. And really the title tag needs to be unique and optimized for each and every page. So as much as I say under optimizing the meta tags, the other, the other side of that is don't duplicate the title tag and the description across every page on your website. You need to actually optimize them. So those are two sentences that sort of say the same things, but they're implemented differently in, in both cases. So make sure that you are putting unique title tags on the top of each and every website that you, or, uh, every page on your website. You should never have a duplicate title tag. You should never have a duplicate description. Every one of them needs to be unique. And if you look down, let me see if I can do this here. If you look, if you look down, everyone here just roughly, you can see everything has uh, a different one. Even though these all start out as business plan competition, this one is the application. This one's about the center for not. So even though the start part of it is the same, the back half of it is. So Google understands that those are different title tags. But you notice that nothing I have here has the same title tag on it. Just looking down, and this this website has something like. Uh, uh, what uh, about 86, 87 pages on it at this point. That's not including the blogs. The blogs also need unique titles. I will say that I tend not to optimize the title tag on the blog as much, mostly because I think it affects the um, traction on the readability of it. So like I've always said, take a blog, put it out on social media. So if you put a goofy SEO type title on it that doesn't have good, uh, draw and the lore so it doesn't have good engagement then you kind of have defeated the purpose so I've always been a little bit more lax on the blog title tags than I have on the regular page title tags so that's just me I, I know people might some people might disagree with that but that's just I'd rather have somebody read it and Google pick up on those points than somebody than SEO the heck out of the title tag and uh, it not be as readable um, I will say you can do both um, but not every time topic lends itself to doing both. So it's just one of those things. So just kind of be aware of that. Um, the, next, the next one I'm going to cover is everybody good with title tags, duplicate content? Don't do it. There should be no duplicates, no repetitive in anything you do. So I guess we're good with that one. So the next one is um, very important. Um, and this may get a little tricky to explain, uh, but we, I will give it a try. So let's go to uh, SEO. Actually, probably 
say here. Let's take a look around this really quickly. This doesn't happen. Okay, let's do this here. I'm trying to think where's the ones that are best likely to be able to show you. Every page you put up needs to have uh, internal links on it. And it needs to link to other pages on a website. And what that means is when I write a piece of content, I take a piece of it and I link it into another part of the website. Now, what I see is sometimes people go, click here. They don't go and say, uh, click here for web hosting information. If you notice mine says web design um, or digital marketing, and you notice those words are hyperlinked. And you notice I've done it sparingly. I don't go crazy. Um, I've shown this website before. Um, I will show you a definition of crazy. I don't know if it's still up, but let's see if it still is. No, it isn't. This is something I knew a gazillion years ago. This is an over-optimization. This is what you don't do. Okay, so let me start there. So we know what not to do so we can see something that's over the top. So that, that's over the top, okay? Um, and I, and I, I think everybody, if you were here, you, 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 I'd see you all nodding your head or going, ooh, or some of the other things that I've seen through the years when I've put this up. But you see how this is completely over-optimized. And I'm going to say it even goes as far as to try to stick an H1 in here to come up with, um, to rank on commercial lighting or the, over here is an H2 to rank on commercial lighting because they're trying to manipulate Google's algorithm. Google doesn't listen to this because there's so much noise on it now. It's over-optimized. I'm going to tell you that I actually think that I'm probably a little under-optimized on this, that I could use to have some extra um, uh, hyperlinks on this page, but nowhere's near what it looks like on that other site. So here's another version of it. And this one's worked really well. Um, I did this this way on purpose. Uh, and it, it, and it's a different way to look at it, but I, I did the same thing. So this took what you just saw and made it a more sane version of that. So if you look, I set this up like a catalog like a category catalog. So Google understood what I was doing. I do meet the minimum word requirements of 900 words and I'll show you where they are. But what I did is I folded these down so that they didn't look like out of control. But Google understands that I took my homepage and basically made it a directory for the products that we sell. Okay. So they understood that. And then I have the words I have, I went ahead and put them down here and down towards the bottom of the website. So I meet the minimum word requirements by a hair's breadth, but I was able to do it. So this is a little bit over the top, but it's far more palatable than the EasyRack site I just showed you. This one is a little bit under-optimized and probably could use some, um, some tweaking and some additional optimization. Um, now, this is a great example of what I'm talking about for you guys. Um, because I, I, in fact, I need to update this. Um, but I put visit our webinars page. What, and this is always hard for me because I ask you guys questions and then nobody answers me. What should that link say? It should say visit our what? Byron, you want to take a shot? Which, uh, uh, 
You see that link right there? It just says webinar page and the word webinar is linked up. So there's no antecedent in front of it. So Google has no idea what that webinar is about. Is our, is our, uh, our webinar on SEO? Yeah, so that should say SEO webinar page or SEO webinars and SEO classes. Um, it, it, it could be any of those type type things. So that's that's again. Now, sometimes you will find that I leave that off because I want to make the link for the end user, but I don't want to change the weight of the page. So this really does need an SEO in front of it as I look at it. I, I mean, I know that sure as I'm sitting here, but but the reality of this is that that needs to get fixed, but not every time it's the right way to do this. This is somewhat of a balance. Hold on. Everybody's going to bark here a second because there's a squirrel. Hold on. Everybody quiet. We're teaching class. You can't do this. So look, they listen. They're better than a class of kindergartners. See? <laughs> anyway, there. Okay. So I have one chihuahua left and he may go in the house if he doesn't stop. Okay, so we under we kind of understand that. Now what I want to do is I'm going to go to a blog post on this pay on this website. If you look up here, you'll notice the first sentence is for the last 20 years, I want to rank on web design. That's one of the things that I want to rank on. And that's one of the goals for this website. A lot of times people will say to me, what does ACTWD um, stand for? It actually stands for a creative touch web design. So we literally started as a web design company and then went into the hosting realm of it all. Okay. Um, but if you notice, I know I want to rank on web design. That's a goal for this website. Please stop. And SEO is something else. So I actually hooked this page up. So where they need to go to is the web design link actually goes to a web design page and the SEO goes to the SEO page. So understand I'm sending Google a signal that inside this page, there's links that go out to a web design and an SEO page. Now, if I took the web design and I linked it to the web hosting, Google would say, uh, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. And then they would disqualify it for this one. It works perfectly because it goes exactly where I want it to go to. Eventually what I need to do is actually optimize this page underneath it and where it goes to. Um, so you understand kind of, kind of where we are and what we're doing. So there's that story. Um, I do that throughout every page of text that I have. Um, and as you come down, you'll probably find more down here. So you see here, a web design yet again is linked up and it goes to the home page. So I'm also telling Google, hey, I think my home page is about web design. So it looks at that and it views it. I think people don't do this enough. They either don't do it enough or they do it wrong and put click here, learn more, see this. And they're all generic terms that Google doesn't understand what you're doing. So utilizing those keywords, it lets you link back out. Now, what I will tell you is I will write a page of content and then come back and actually put those keywords in there. I don't write a page based on keywords. I write a page based on theme and then come back and sprinkle those words throughout the page. So then I can add those links into other pieces of the site. So that's a, that's something you have to practice to do. But if I could just get everybody to learn to make some links in their pages, we'd be way the heck ahead of the game. Okay. 
that it is a very important thing. And if you look at this page, this page has had 81 shares on it or 71 shares on it rather. So it's a, it's actually a pretty useful and a pretty busy page. People have read it and come back and utilized it. Um, the other thing, if you notice what I did is this here, um, these look like links, but let me tell you what they're there for. Um, they're actually there for schema because I made a list, a top eight list for schema and those are there. So Google can actually link into my page utilizing that page, that, that, uh, that URL and it actually come to that. So if you do a Google search, like let's say on title tags, they may say, here's an article on title tags and link directly to that section of my page as opposed to linking to the page and letting the end user find it directly. Every time we stop, we're, we're teaching again. So our, we have some unruly students in the back. I don't know what to do with them. So, so this is linked to, uh, but it's also linked for Google. So I actually put some schema code on them to link them out for Google so they understood what to do with them. So that's a little bit more advanced. And at some point I do really want to have a schema class um, and explain that all to you guys, but uh, I keep getting afraid that you, I'm gonna lose some of you. So, um, but understand that those are linked up differently than these ones that are up here in the, that are linked up here. But everybody needs to evaluate their page and then find the keywords in your page. If the keyword doesn't exist, find a way to write it in there. I mean, it shouldn't be too hard. If you want to talk about um, finding a CPA and the word CPA is not on the page, well, then that should make it a little bit simple. You just have to go in somewhere and find a CPA. You know, sometimes when people are looking for me, well, I might take the word me and change it to CPA so that I could get that gratuitous keyword in and then go ahead and link it up. Okay. So this, it becomes one of those things that this is an art form, um, hang around with them long enough. You'll learn how to do it. But, um, if you're not doing it, it's one of those things that I think is completely neglected. Um, what I will say is that about 10 years ago, all the words were linked because it was a signal to Google and a signal that Google um, understood. And what ended up happening is so many SEO companies and so many people went over to top with it, Google dialed back the value of it. So everybody stopped and they broke the habit. But as time has gone on, Google's kind of turned that gas knob back up on this. So this is one of those ways that you can create some links and some internal links on a website to make your, your site a lot stronger. And it's a very easy way to do it, um, to make it work for you. So I, if I have to say, that's one of the biggest things that is overlooked and one of the biggest mistakes and one of the easiest wins that you can have. I'm also gonna go as far as to say this, and I know there's other SEO companies and there's other SEO people that will completely and adamantly disagree with me. Um, Google uses links as a determiner of, uh, or a delimiter of the value of the website. For years, I have been offsetting not having as many links by utilizing the internal linking signal. So if you can't get links from the outside world, sometimes these internal links help offset the lack of those external links. Does everybody understand what I'm saying by that? That it's a, it's a way to increase something without you having to go and get those extra links. Now, there, like I said, there's people out there that will argue that with me, but this website in particular has been running all these years off of internal links. Uh, it doesn't have a very strong link, link profile, and it's been the internal links that have been running this. Um, 
So there is, there is that. Okay, somebody put a. Okay, so somebody put it in chat. Would you explain again an internal link? Okay, so this link here links to another part of my own website. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard me say this, but I say this quite a bit. I am not an agreeable person to have any of you making a link to somebody else's website. In fact, I often tell you not to do that at all um, because I, I, I feel like the natural tendency is to make it link to everybody. Um, and like, you know, hey, I know this great CPA and link to, Brian, uh, to Byron, okay? I, I don't agree with out, out, outside linking when I teach. I will do it sometimes myself. But for you guys, all these links will point inside of your website. So if I go to this SEO page, it goes, watch, it's going to go to an SEO page. But you notice it's still within my <coughs> website. It's not in somewhere else, Okay. So I want, that's what I want you to kind of understand that these links are going somewhere inside my own internal website, okay? Um, not to somebody else's website. Um, see, I made my own word up here too, by the way. Um, so is that, is that everybody clear on what I'm saying and what the difference is between an internal link and a link pointing externally to somebody else's website? We're all good with that? Okay, so that's a that's a big that's a biggie. Um, there are some tools that can check this, but I would just rather um, I would just rather go through this and have you open a page, see if there's opportunities to link to the page on your website and make the corrections rather than trying to do it in an automated fashion. I think that this is one of those things that it's almost like you got to get the feel for it and the automated will more than likely overdo it and you guys won't know how to correct it. So it's better if you try to do it naturally and do it yourself. Um, when I teach my staff how to do this, the one thing I tell them is try to do it in a way that makes sense for the end user. Do they need a definition of what um, web hosting is? Do they need a definite definition of um, what SEO is? And if you go to those pages, they they lay that they line they line those items out for you. So those make sense to send those links to those pages because they're being useful. If you're just making a link to make to a page, that's not useful. So try to make it to be useful. If I'm if I have a a, um, a Google My Business page on my website that explains Google My Business, I may then make the link to the Google My My Business link. So is that? I hope you're understanding that, but that's a, that's kind of a, a biggie, but a general rule of thumb is just read your page and be useful to your end user and take the keywords and get to the pages that apply in other parts of your website. So that's that piece of it. Um, making things difficult for crawlers is another problem I see. Um, every page on your website should have a link off that page. I know that sounds like super de duper de rudimentary, um, but yeah, it, I, I can't tell you how many times I go to a page and there really is not a link af, off of it and I have to hit the back button. Um, it usually is a rookie mistake and if you're using WordPress, it's a little bit harder to do that. Hey, stop that. So there is that, there is that aspect of it. Um, the next, the next piece of this, we may have to go in. I may have to take you all inside here in just about a second. Um, the next piece of this um, 
for the crawlers that I'm going to say is um, a bad web hosting company. Uh, and what uh, I don't like to ever usually talk about the web hosting part of this, but I am for a second. Um, part of the reason that we did what we did with our web hosting company is we removed page and cap limits off the hosting spaces. So when Google comes in, they actually can crawl the entire site. Um, some places cap that activity, especially on a larger site that you can't get, Google can't get a snapshot of the whole website. So therefore, um, they end up getting, they end up getting blocked. Um, sometimes you have to set the crawl rate in uh, your webmaster tool account to slow Google down. I am of the opinion of if Google wants to come and take any page off my website and and go read it, even if they do create some type of cap, I need to have enough horsepower and bandwidth to provide them with whatever they need for that website. So somebody like my Trips to Italy site that has almost 5,000 pages on it, sometimes they come in and they suck that whole website out in one shot. We have set the network up to make sure and the servers up to make sure that there's enough processes and enough bandwidth to support that behavior. Um, the other thing that you need to do is make sure you don't um, tell it not to index your site. I, I've seen that happen. There's a setting in WordPress that says, tell Google not to index this website. Um, I would file that under making it um, um, difficult for that website to be crawled. If you tell it, please don't, don't, indi don't index this, they're not going to put your site in and it, it, it's a rookie mistake. Um, but it's a mistake nonetheless, and it's one of those mistakes that I, I've seen and that are a bit of a bit of a problem. Um, the other thing is, and this is kind of the same piece of this, Google needs to be able to index that website. They need to come be able to come through that website, know what that website's about, have that website set up right, um, and be able to uh, have indexing turned on. So you not only can shut the indexing off in WordPress, which I won't ever recommend you doing, you also can start doing a lot of don't follows or telling Google, don't index this page, do index this page. Okay, I never ever tell Google not to index a page. Can I ask? You, uh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, when I'm working on a website, I put it as non-indexed because it's not complete and I don't like to send the client like a Well, okay. Yeah. And that is one way to do it. But then it's up to Google's discretion on when they decide to re-index it. So what we've always done is built it on a subdomain and then not, let, not put a password over the top of it that Google can't get into it. So instead of telling Google, don't, don't index this, I don't want you to index it, it's their party and it's up to them what they decide to do with it. So the best thing I can do is lock them out rather telling them than telling them what to do. I see, I see. All right. The other thing is when you say don't index it and they already have a bad opinion of you, it's very hard to get that re-indexed. So I, I am very careful with what I tell them to do and what I don't tell them to do. Now, what I will say is when I make a link to somebody else's website, I'm very quick to tell it, don't index it and don't follow this link. I'm making the link, but don't index it and don't follow it. Um, don't, don't follows, they're very interesting. 
because they also limit the impact of that link to your website. So if you have a link from USA Today and it's no follow, you get basically, you get some credit because you have the mention, but you don't get full credit for a link from USA Today. So you always want a follow link. I just don't want us participating in the follow link. So I kind of talk out of two sides of my face with this, if you will, because I, I'm of the opinion that I don't ever want to give away any of my power to anybody else, but I expect them to give me power. So I'm not the best neighbor, if you will, with that. Um, okay, we have a blinking question. Hold on. Oh, just said thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. So, um, you know, and, I, and you know, it's funny because ironically, I have this right here on the screen as I'm talking about no indexes, no friend. Um, I, I just do not, I'm not a proponent of it. And I think that it's, um, it's a big deal. And if you don't check if your website is indexable, you can really find yourself with a website that is not indexed and wondering why you have no rankings at all. So understand that that's a really big problem and you need to know that your website is indexable. And usually you can check that. Um, Screaming Frog is a tool that you can check that with. I mean, if you're not sure, um, but let's say you, uh, um, put up a website and then all of a sudden you have no rankings on it. I might start to ask myself, wait, what's wrong with this website and what is, what's wrong, what's not happening. Um, another thing that I find, I'm going to jump to the next one, make sure that you have accelerated mobile pages and have an accelerated mobile page uh, plugin added into your website. It's called AMP. Um, make sure that you have that. Um, because Google's still looking for those smaller, smaller footprint pages. I, I can't show you um, like I can on when I'm like usually there. Usually we can do this on the cell phone, but because I've got my laptop, I don't think I can actually do this. Um, but, the, but the moral of the story is make sure that, you know, you have the AMP, you have the AMP plugin, um, and that you've set up your accelerated mobile pages. You can design them. There is ways to design them, but please don't add big footprints and big, big items to it. Um, you just really kind of want to make sure that you keep that as a low footprint, low load, um, pretty well basic generic page. Sort of looks like 1996, web page built in 96. I don't, I don't know how to say that. Um, but uh, the, the lower the footprint, they think the happier the end user is because they can go read the mobile version of the page and get a, um, a better uh, viewpoint of that. The other thing I'm going to tell you is Google looks at mobile sites uh, and doing for the most part, almost everybody now I think has been co uh, switched over to, over to mobile first. I can't think of anybody that I know that hasn't been, which means that they use uh, the mobile version of the site first um, and make a mobile, use the mo mobile Google first over a um, desktop version of Google. So they're two different search results. That's why when you look on your phone, you get one thing and you look on your uh, computer, you get another because they actually have like two separate versions of this. That, again, highly simplified way I'm explaining it, but it, it, it's the best way to know how to do that. Um, the next set of situations that I, I want to I wanna address um, is um, a failure to uh, address your site's performance and how you might do that. Um, and I'm trying to think how's the best way to, to talk about this. 
is uh that is that is that tool Google has you uh, um I've used Jimmy this. Frog? What? It, doesn't Google have a, a a a tool where you can go in and see how your site is performing? Yeah, but it's not really what you want. I'm trying to get down to where I, I'm. Hold on a minute. I have notes. I actually made notes for this. I'm trying to get down my sheet. Hold on. Okay. So the next piece, yes, and actually that's kind of where I'm going. Uh, let me see if I can do this because I need this browser to do this. Okay, so Google has a lighthouse that you can do it like Google Page Insights, but I, I, I really don't. I, I've been using their lighthouse plugin now, and I, I think I think you should. I think you should do that. Um, um, let me go and get the lighthouse thing up here. Hold on a minute. I'm going to generate a report here. And it's a plugin for Chrome. So go ahead and get that plugin. It's called Lighthouse. And it's gonna, it should be able to pull a report. I'm gonna see if it's able to pull a report on this. It might not be able to. Okay. So this is, uh, this one has, uh, let me see. All right, so from a mobile, this is some of the things that they gave you. So I wanna kind of go over this one really quickly. Um, this one here, this should be much higher. That's why I'm kind of sitting here looking at it. I'm not sure why it's as slow as it is. I'm gonna use it because I don't like the way this one came out and it's not right. Let's see what trips it really looks like. I'm gonna have to look at why that one's not right, but it's not right for sure. Now this one, I haven't, I haven't done anything to this one. I actually put up a new home page, and actually was able to pull this to the first page on several of the search terms that I had wanted to. Um, we've done some cool things with that, so I want to, I, I do want to see what the impact is on what I did with it. All right, so this one, so this one's interesting because it has a movie in the front of it. So it's slowing it down and I wanted to see what the impact of it was. So if you look, we've got several different categories and I'm gonna kind of come down every single one of them with you um, so that we can talk about, about each level of it, okay? So the time to first colorful paint is seven, section, seven, section, seven seconds 
on this website. So what they're counting is how long does it do take till the screen starts to do something? Okay. Now I'm going to put the, I'm going to show you what the screen, this site looks like. I've got a humongous movie sitting in the top of this website. So far it has not impacted the website negatively, but when I look at it over here in the speed viewer, because that movie's trying to load in, it's kind of making the payload on this website be kind of on the slow side. Um, so the next thing it's looking at is what is, the, what is the speed index? Again, keep in mind, I have this movie running. So this is what's the, all of these are infected by what the, what the moving is. So this is from the time, the time it connects to the time that it first starts to see something. And this is the first time that the CPU goes idle and it stops delivering something. So this page takes about 18 seconds overall to, to load. But again, it's counting that movie. So it's giving me a speed source of a, of a four. Now, does that impact the end user? I'm going to say it probably does. But what I've seen to date is it's not impacting Google. So even though I'm putting a payload of a 15 meg movie sitting in the top of this website, they have not docked this page at all. And if anything, the website page went up like dramatically. I'm on like over 300 terms now this page is ranked on. So I'm not super de duper up and down talking to Charlie about why this is as low as it is because I know that I put this gigantic movie in the top of that page. Okay. I, I, I have a question. Go for it. <laughs> so on this site, would you be willing to, to uh, I don't know, uh, so on a site like this, this particular site using that video goes more to it, goes more toward creating a good user experience. Yeah. So you you want to give it up now? The counter that yeah. if you know you're gonna use video, sometimes you look at okay who's hosting the video, how can we get you know how what can we do on the hosting side of the video to get to perform better? Yeah, you can look at that. I actually am self-hosting that video. It's actually pulling off my own website. I think to be honest with you, the one of the things that I could do to put this on here and and again I only changed this a week ago. So I know that it's, I know it's not happy about it, but I haven't really put the brain cells to it to think about it because again, the site went up. So I can't say there's a problem. It, you know, I keep having this discussion with people and I'm going to say it like what I'm saying here. What's interesting to me is the difference between um, if something's not broke, don't fix it because somebody said to go fix it, okay? And in this case, if I just look at this, this is broke, okay? But it's not really because I have a 15 meg movie sitting in the top of that website. So do I go fix something like this and will I gain enough by making myself crazy to go adjust to this? Or do I just kind of leave it alone and get on down the road? Now, what I'm going to probably do is split the difference between those two mindsets. I'm going to go talk to Charlie and say, hey, can you tweak this up for me and fix this up and see what we can do to bring this up higher? Um, there's actually a second tool that you can use, and it's called GT Metrics. And it gives, um, and everybody should bookmark and have this page. It gives a better um, analysis, I think. Then Google and it gives a waterfall of problems. So let's go ahead and do trips to Italy.
what was what, it called? GT Matrix. GT Matrix. Yeah, it's uh, gtmetrix.com. All right, so it's it's testing this, and it's testing it with a server response from Vancouver, and the servers are located in. <laughs> so it's going to take in a minute to pull it down because they're they've been very busy, and people are using this more and more. So it's it's fetching it now. So it's going to take it a second. All right, so see this one has got a, um, this one has got, uh, this one's scoring like at 50%, okay? So we're gonna come down and we're gonna look at what this is. And again, what we're gonna find out is that this thing has got this humongous thing at the top of it that's causing a problem. So I, I don't know. I'm going to see if I can have Charlie make some adjustments to this and see what he can do to address some of this and see if he can't fix some. But it gives me an idea of what my problem is. So the first thing it's saying to me is the server scaled images are a problem, right? And that I could fix some of these down to, uh, you know, 98% reduction on all of them. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk to Charlie and see if he can do that. And we're going to be able to bring that one up. Okay. This thing also has a lot of JavaScript. And if you look, see, it's the, it's the YouTube player. It's the, um, it's also, um, the reviews are running there. Google analytics is running there. I got a list a mile long of stuff that's running in that page. That page is not a lean page by any stretch of the imagination. So that's a whole nother set of <coughs> inside of it. Now, again, I have a website that's ranking number one. So how much time and effort am I going to put? Because there's really no place to go when you're number one. So this thing is ranked, just so everybody knows, this thing is uh, 6,000 turns and probably before Italy got wiped out in a pandemic was doing 25, 30,000 visits a month. You know, that's down now, but it's because nobody's traveling to Italy. It's not because we've lost our position. It's that nobody's searching for the trip. The other thing is, if you notice, my total payback <laughs> is 15 megs. That is the biggest problem because that movie, I think that movie may be seven, I, I, seven or eight, but it's a, it's a, this a really beefy page because that movie's embedded into it. So it's a good example of something. I, um, I personally think that I'm happier with the movie and the interaction than I am to worry about this. So, you know, it becomes, it becomes a chicken and egg thing, but I'm going to have some of this looked at, but others of it, I'm not even going to worry about. This one says minimize redirects. Well, who do redirects from? Google, Google services, and our live chat. So they're not anything that I can go fix. So although I'm getting points off for having them, Google themselves are what's causing them. So it's an interesting problem. <coughs> uh, this thing does have a browser cached on it. I had to dump it this morning. But again, look, here's that movie. Um, movie's got a problem. So the, the, 
thematically, we see that that movie is creating a problem every place it looks, right? Is that, I, I think everybody's kind of seeing that. Uh, SEO 411 has a movie on it as well. I don't know if it has the same type situation as this. So let's kind of take a look at that one too. But everybody needs to be looking at their website this way and then understanding what needs to be done to actually fix that. So let's see what this one comes up and says. Okay, so this one, my movie is much smaller. If you notice, mine's only seven megs. So you see, I've got like a 76 on mine. Um, still have that same problem here. The images probably could be reduced some, but nowhere do I have as much um, issues as, as that Trips Homes page has. So I, may, I actually am gonna have Charlie make some changes to that homepage and see if we can't. But you see everything else is A's and B's. So I would, I, I think what else I'm going to do is come over into, uh, let me come over here a minute. <coughs> this one. I'm going to rerun it so we get, I just realized you guys can't see my geometric screen because it was on Safari. Is that correct? You couldn't see the screen I was using? Probably not, huh? So, well, yeah, okay, so let's do a lighthouse on this one too. So just to, just to see how it compares. They're always good to kind of look at and see what they look like. But these are, these are usually where I see bigger mistakes. All right, so see, this one's got a two. Again, big me the movie's screwing it all up again because it says it doesn't consider that I can interact with it until that movie loads. So it's giving a 25-second delay on that. So I, that movie, those movies are making issues, and we just all need to decide what's the best route to take with that. I'm going to say that I have enough of a footprint on this that, that I'm like number two and number three. I don't know that I'm going to go fixing something because I think the end presentation is more important than it is to have, um, than it is to have it. Like I could take that out, but I don't think I'm going to gain enough. I think I gain more by having a fresh approach on a website being a design company than I do to have it passing a Google speed test. Does that, does everybody understand what I'm saying on that? That needs to be some decisions there that have to be made. Um, so there's that, that's that standpoint. Um, the next thing I'm going to talk about is um, some of the other uh, common problems that I see. Um, I know we talked about duplicate title tags and duplicate medical descriptions. 
The other thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to add uh, missing H1 tags, H2 tags, um, and missing um, uh, uh, those type elements on a page. Um, so let's let's kind of look down this page a second, and then I'm going to see if I can run a screening screaming frog on it, so I can tell you what and show you what I'm looking at. So this page right here is pretty well dialed in, and I'm very happy with it. Um, I want to go down and I want to point out a few elements that I had to put into this page to make sure this page worked right. This right here is an H1 tag, meaning I told Google this is the most important situation on this page, and I used the H1 tag to did is make it look big. But just because something's big doesn't mean it has an H1 tag. And sometimes people take one tags and don't really mean to um, do that that they're using them for design elements. So we have to understand what we're using and what we're doing. And when you have duplicate H1 tags, it impacts the web page negatively. Um, so if you start to come down, these are threes. They're not ones anymore. These became threes. So I, as I move down the page, um, I shrunk my H1s, my H tags to go downward. So as they come down, <laughs> This one here is an H3, this one here is an H3, this one here is an H3, this one here is an H2. Um, and the reason why is because I wanted to go how, that's an actual question that I wanted to get ranked on. Okay, so that one's an actually an H2, even though I have these other H3s above it. These went back to being threes. There's an H2 again. And if you notice, there's that Houston SEO expert again, which I felt like it was something that we wanted to be ranked on. So this is this is sitting here as an H is an H uh, an H two again. Okay. <coughs> oh, I typed I typoed something wrong. I'll have to look at it. Thank you. I'm I'm bad at typos, so I'm glad you found it. Okay, so um, that's one thing that I like lack is typing skills. I just, I keep thinking autocorrect's gonna fix it and sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't. Um, so just understand that that I'm, I'm utilizing those headlines down the page. So what you wouldn't <laughs> do is put a whole bunch of H1s all the way down a page. What I wouldn't wanna do is H1, 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 because Google then doesn't see what you're effectively defining as to be the most important thing on the page. You can have more H2s, you can also have more H3s, but the H1 is pretty sacrosanct and really should only be there one time. So that's, a, that's another item I'm gonna add on that duplicate that we were talking about. Um, it's also one of those um, page uh, situations that we should have um, to look at. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what else I've missed. I, like I said, I made a whole big list for you guys. Okay. The next thing is, does anybody know if their web page has 404 errors all over it? So that would be another one that I would, I would want to know, um, what we had and what we didn't have. So what I mean when I say that, <coughs> Browser up here. Hold on a minute. I'm sorry. Close this. Let's redo this. Share. <laughs> 
have to always find the window. Okay, so what a 404 error is, you see it a lot. It says, aha, this page can't be found. So let's, let's make ACTWD do that. It says 404, page cannot be found. So that's a sober <laughs> signal, really. But you should have all those 400 errors cleaned up. You should not really have 400 errors on your page at all. Your, your site should never be giving out a 404 error uh, unless it's real. Um, sometimes people take a 404 and redirect it to a home page. Google kind of gets mad about that, too. So I would, I would be really careful on my 404s um, and what you, need to, what you need to do that. Um, you need to check your website and see if there's broken internal links or broken external links because they disrupt the user experience. Um, so make sure you don't have any broken pages. Like this isn't really a broken page. I just knew that, that this would do it because I asked for a page that I knew didn't exist. So I did that on purpose. This is not something that needs to be fixed because it really should be <laughs> I think though, this page here should not be here. And I'm gonna have to go into something. See, this was somebody started something in this page. So this page shouldn't be here. I need to go in there and delete this page. I need to go figure out what somebody was trying to do and then go get rid of it because it shouldn't be on the list. Um, and what I did notice before when I was doing some things with this blog post that I had that I was showing you, some of those links were not showing up right. So I'm gonna have to see what happened on that because um, like this one here, when I went to, it's a services and it's a web design link, but the page is blank. So where's the rest of the page? So that's something that I'm going to now have to go look at and see what happened and as to why that page is not showing up right, because that should be this page here, which it's not. So I'm going to now need to go figure out what the difference is and why those pages are not aligning right. So those are the kind of situations that when you start to look at them, you'll start to find those type problems and you're wondering like, what the heck? and what's going on and then you kind of kind of go back and get all of that that addressed um the other thing that i want to say on, on redirects and this is probably one of the biggest problems i see out there in the whole world so there is back when we were all younger you used to go to the post office and you would put your your mail on hold while you went on vacation so they would hold your mail for the two weeks that you were out of town. So it was temporary. And then when you moved, you would go to the post office and you would tell them that you permanently moved somewhere and to redirect your mail. Well, Google has two similar situations to that. So if I decide that I am, like, let's say for the weekend, something comes <laughs> I need to point my website to another page, I can do that and send it out with a 302, 302 which tells it that that change is only temporary, that it's not a permanent change to the circumstance. Um, Google then doesn't index it, doesn't treat it, doesn't permanent, you know, doesn't memorialize that change. They understand that you've temporarily told them that the website's not whatever. When I take a page and I build a page and then I replace a page, those are supposed to issue what is called a 301. And you may hear us call a 301 redirect, or you've, you've heard that phrase kicked around quite a bit. What that does is that to Google that that page is moved from point A to point B, and it's permanently moved, and it's, not, it's never going back to its original address. So on the web server, um, 
the um, web server issues a 302 by default. So if you do not actually specify in your redirect in your page and how do you do it, it will issue a 302 and not a 301. And therefore your redirect does not become permanent. So you have to make sure that you, any page that you take down and that you decide to redirect is done with a 301 and not a 302. Um, and that may be confusing to some of you, um, but there are 301 managers out there. But the most important thing is to make sure that it's actually issuing a 301. So let me uh, stop screens doing this and I'm going to go to scream, uh, Screaming Frog. This little Dumaflachi is free up to the first 500 pages. And then after that, it's $100 a year. So most of you can have this for free because I don't think most of you have a, a website that has over a, 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 a 500 pages. What, 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 Screaming Frog. I'm going to bring it up here on the screen in just a second. It's loading. Um, it should be loading here in just a second. Hey, be quiet, you. Wait up, Byron. They're all having a meltdown again. Quiet, quiet. Everybody quiet. You've been doing so good through this webinar. All right, hang on. Let me see if it's come up. It may not have come up yet. No, it didn't. No, I don't want to do that. Let's see if it'll. It's giving me, it's giving me trouble. It's called Screaming Frog. Just Google Screaming Frog. And you said make sure you use a 301 and not a 304, right? 302. 301 and not a 302. That's what gets mixed up is the 302s. <laughs> Okay. That's what I see people screw up on is, and it's because they don't really know and their web hosting company doesn't really know. So what happens is they make, let me see if this will work now. So it runs and then it doesn't enter in, it enters it in as a 302. And they're, if they don't know, if they don't even know if their web hosting company has it configured right, well, that's a whole nother set of problems. But you see how this is saying permanently move 301 <laughs> on this? Okay. What was happening is when we originally, and this was, we had somebody built this website and when they built the website, they issued these all as 302s. So nothing, I had to go fix all of this, but they, it all came in. And what we ended up finding out is they didn't put the right code in the header of the page for Google to understand it was a, and a, actually really Apache to understand. So it went to the default and the default is temporary. So the web server itself will issue that code unless you go in and tell them it's permanent, they make everything temporary. So you have to actually tell them. We actually, and you tell them in an HD access file, there's actually a, a set of code that you have to write and upload to your website. Or you can do it with a plugin uh, if you're using WordPress. We do them all by hand because I find that it's easier to manage them that way. Um, but if you, if, you, if you look at this, it gives me a status code on every page that's there. If there was a 400, it would give me that as well. So this little thing will scale anybody's website. In fact, Byron, give me your website again. What is yours? Byron Riley. R-I-E-L, right? R-I-L. CPA.com. All right, so I got that in there. 
All right. So the first thing he has, he's got in here, right, is his 301 on the HTTP. So that's a good thing. <coughs> yeah, so all his status codes are looking pretty good. I'm get, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out only the HTML pages because I really don't care about the rest of them. And see, you have non-indexing pages here. So why do you have non-indexing pages? I have no idea. Well, there you go. See, here we go. How to develop a, print, uh, a pricing strategy, non-indexable. So you are not te you're telling Google that not to, not to crawl the pages on your website. And in some cases, you're even going as far as to tell them not to index those pages. Oh. So, I mean, that's a big deal and that's a big problem. Okay. So, um, I need to step away for just a second. Can you guys all just hang on a second for me? Is that okay? okay. Are you cool with that? Yep. All right, just give me one second. I'll be right back. I have returned and I apologize for that, but I'm back. Okay, so I wanna take a look here at Byron's, uh, Byron's uh, report here that we got running. So what this tells you, if you look across the top, it tells you what all the links are, what the response codes are, what the URLs of the page are, what are, so we can go through and we can judge how well we did something on this website, okay? so. And I, what I did is I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go make sure we just have all the HTML pages and it gives me a snapshot overview. So what I know is when I come up to the top, 
This is his homepage. So I'm going to click on it, and this bottom part of the screen tells me all the uh, specifics about this. I so, just, just changed that meta description since we've been out since that one. <laughs> well, you also need to change your title tag because look what your title tag says Home, Byron L. Riley CPA. Okay. So, un un unless Byron is only serves the people in Byron's house, that needs to be fixed too. So, I can see right there that that's a that's a bad title tag and that needs to be addressed okay so that's this is why this tool becomes invaluable this actually is a we're going to kind of do like a really real-time version of this so you all can see all right so here's the next thing so he's got byron his title tag is bad um now this will give you the length of that title tag usually it needs to stay about 65 characters not 65 words 65 characters all right. Um, I've got a description. Description's not bad. It's a Houston CPA offering tax solutions um, for small business owners um, and individuals. Great. Okay. I, I'm sure that could be done a little bit better, but for right now, we'll just kind of let that float. I have a question. Can, that, can that also be the same as the uh, title tag? Yeah, yes, but I'd like them to have some variation. Okay. This is not, this used to be Houston CPA pipe. Uh, and it's not really tax solutions. We've kind of talked for that. It's not really, um, that's not the right word. Um, we need, you're, you are an accountant and a tax advisor. You're not really small business owners or individuals. Those are your clients. This needs to be tightened up, but uh, uh, let me see if Clark fixed his yet. He's another one. Okay, so his is not fixed either. He kind of took, he only did a half-hearted fix of what I did. He says, he says home, and then it says Mullen and Associates. Then he said tax services, accounting, financial consulting. It's better than what it was, but we need to lose the home and the Mullen and Associates. That needs to go to the end of it because Mullen and Associates is not H&R Block. You know, that's the, that's the difference on that. I mean, if you're H&R Block, great, put it there. But if you're just some CPA in, 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 spring or in in the heights you don't have a brand you you may have some people that know who you are but you don't have a brand so i i would not put that first i'd put that last so um but all right so let's come back to you and i don't mean anything against anybody i'm not picking on them when i say it but i don't ever lead with with who i am i lead with what i do most people want to know what you do before they want to know who you are, unless you're Exxon or, or Samsung. I mean, you're not those people. When you get to be that, by all means, tell everybody who you are. But until you're there, let's not do it. All right. So we got a bad title tag. We've got a okay, somewhat okay meta description. But now look at your H1 tag. So thankfully, you only have one H1 tag. You are a small business expert. You are not an accounting expert. You're not a tax expert. You are not a baseball expert. You are a small business expert. Okay. So as everybody see, and I'm, and I mean, I'm kind of, I'm not meaning that I'm being funny when I said that, but yeah, he, he is an expert in small business, not in taxes, not in accounting, not in bookkeeping services. He is, if you want to know about small business, you go talk to Byron. Okay. So here's the next one come down. So that's what we've screamed at the top of our lungs to, to, um, 
Google. So then we come down and our first one says small business. So there again, we've reinforced the small business. So you're a small business CPA. Or are you a CPA that serves small business? Yes. Uh, you get where I'm, you understand what I'm saying there on that, right? And then bookkeeping and accounting and taxes. Thank you. Yeah, no, not really. I'm okay, sort of with that, but eh. okay. Basic, learn basic bookkeeping with this. What the heck is that? Oh, that is a, uh, um, that's a lead magnet on there. Um, that, All right, uh, why don't you just say learn basic bookkeeping in seven days? Well, zero is a software. Uh, I don't care. Learn basic bookkeeping in seven days, and then you tell somebody why they need to use that and not something else. Okay. I, actually, I, I want to change it out anyway. But you un, uh, for example, take you understand basically what I'm saying on that, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not a good thing. Right. Now, you do have some interlinking because you have 459 interlinks, and I'm not too uh, unhappy with that. Um, so uh, it gives me your link situation going on here too. So, but yeah, this is all kind of nebulous. It's not. Uh, it's not really right there. You need to go fix that. I'm surprised. I would have thought you would have had that one fixed by now. All right, so now here's the next one that I have a problem with. Why do we have, what are the hell are these going to? Okay, you have HTTP links in your text somewhere, Byron. Mm, see. You see that? Yep. They have somewhere you do not have your links built right. Now your software was smart enough to say that that's, the, that's not canonical, so that's not the base one that there's an HTTPS version of it and they made that one not be indexable, but you need to fix that. So whatever those are linking to, and wherever you go find those links, you need to get that fixed. Okay. All right, like immediately. All right, so there, there's that. Now I can kind of, now I'm gonna come down here and I'm gonna look at this page here. This one was called, Is There a Market? I, I, it could be central market, it could be Whole Foods market, it could be the stock market, um, it could be, I don't know, market square. I, I don't know what is there a market means. So that's a, that's, a, that's a good title of, but there's no quantifier, so Google has no idea what that is. But good for you because you didn't tell them to index that page. So um, I don't know why you, told, you didn't tell them to index that page, but there's links to this page. I'm guessing this is not a real page because the word count on it is only 137 words. That's not a lot. Yeah, I have to open that one up and see. But I, I but I, what I want everybody to understand is that is there a market? What does that mean? What, yeah. what is what are we talking about? And is that quantifiable? And are we are we are we doing that on purpose or did we do that because we didn't know any better? And I, you know, I, I have to. I ask myself those kind of questions quite a bit on things. Um, now, if I go do mine, and I will tell you, truth be told, mine needs a lot of work. Um, I've been trying to do it one page at a time. So let's kind of let's kind of go look at my homepage a minute and see how bad I did. So I have a good title tag. It's got 76 characters in it. It's a little over what I told you, but I opted to go with that. I've got a good meta description and it's got 175 characters. So I'm under my 250. Um, 
I have one H1 tag that has what I want in it. And then if I start looking at, this is the number of characters in there. So that's good. And then I don't have any other H1s. How many characters should be in the title page, in the title list? 65. Not words, characters. Characters. Now, I will say, I do have two H1s on this page. If you notice, there's a second one. This is why SEO 411 is your Houston. I'm not going to change it because yet again, I'm ranking number one. So when you're ranking number one and you see a problem, you don't fix things that are not broken because I pointed out that this is not right. Does everybody get the difference, I hope, in what I'm saying? When something is not broke, you do not fix it. Um, You've all heard me tell the story about the guy that was ranked number one on Christmas decorations and was for years that proceeded to go in and adjust his own page because he felt that page was not working well for him. And he cost himself $4 million a year because he went and did this. If it's not broke, do not fix it. That's where I'm, that's where I'm at. I'm not going to fix something that shows me no reason to, that it's got a problem, all right? So that's just my philosophy. So the next thing you come down, now this one has the SEO firms, so that one's okay for an H2. This award-winning service could probably use a quantifier. It doesn't have one and it probably could use one, okay? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Um, but overall, it's not, my stuff is not really in, in bad shape. It's, it's looking pretty good. And from everything that I can, I can see, look at the word count on this page. It's 2,583 words. So it's a pretty big, beefy page. I had to do a lot of tricks to it to make it get out that far because most of the people that are in the SEO industry had 2,000 to 3,000 words on their homepage. So I had to do a lot of tricks to get that word, that word count up to 2,583, okay? So just know that's, a, that's out there somewhere. Um, the web hosting page, the SEO's Houston SEO service page, it also, uh, this page here has also been optimized. And you notice my URL is my key term. So that's a really big to, deal too. So just remember that part of it. Um, if you look, I've got my title tag, Houston SEO optimization services for local and national business. Uh, I've got a pretty reasonable uh, title tag going on here. Um, I've got an H1 that says SEO services because that's what I wanted to rank on on this. I have comprehensive in, suit in Houston, again, because I want to rank on this, local plans. Again, thematically, you see how everything is consistent thematically. Okay, this page also ranks. So as you put the themes together, that's what ends up, hey, hey, I have a corner lot and they bark at everybody walking by. So we have that problem too. So they need little blinders on it in the world, the two of the, well, there's four of them really, but there's two that bark more than others. Hey, thank you. Sorry about that. Okay. so. Every page you have to go through and think these of, and I think these are where I find the most mistakes when I put something on a page and I start to look under the hood. I, I, I have, a, I, this is where I start to find something. So this is where this one here says it's a client error and I need to go find. So here's a 404 showing up on my page that I need to go find out why this is 
doing this um, because it can't find this file for some reason. I don't even know what the heck it belongs to, but um, so, but everyone I have actually has some level of something to it. So, um, this is a great tool for you to go through and to find those mistakes, uh, to find out if you have issues, to find out what you need to do. And it does micro focus for you so you can get all the information. So if I went to meta description, it gives me the meta description on every page I have. Now notice my privacy policy doesn't have a meta description. I did that on purpose. It doesn't have one because it wasn't enough of a value to me. The book and appointment doesn't have one. So some of the ones that I don't want to do something with do not have a meta description on them yet. Little by little, I'm going to fix all the pages on this website, but I don't even know how many are on here at this point in my life. Yeah, this is, this is a pretty big project because there's 363 pages that need to be addressed. So that's a, I'm, I'm fixing it from the top down. I've started with the home page. I started to the next page and I'm going to fix everything that needs to be fixed on this from the top down and fix it page by page. And as I do that, I think the overall rankings of the whole website will go up. So that's that story. Um, I think I have hit on all the points that I want to talk to you about today, but if you guys have questions and want to ask them, I mean, we've got, you know, a little bit of time left. Like I said, these virtual things end up being a little bit funky because of I, you guys don't do as much talking as an interrupting like you do in person. I don't know why you don't do that, but you should, you should interrupt me more like you do. It would make me feel not so lonely. So um, but if you have questions, now would be the time to go ahead and ask them. Um, but if you don't, um, we can go ahead and just call it a day, and that's that's fine too. That's up to you guys. Whatever you want to do. Right. Uh, I I will say, Deborah, you're here. Or, no, she's not here still. Because I was going to say, I made some of these changes on her website. Um, I, I just made changes on hers the other day to fix some of this. Yeah, she left. I didn't realize she was going to leave. I can never spell this right. All right, hold on. I see it. Oh, you, you just have to be around a little more, Donna. You'll catch on. You've kind of been out of the loop a little bit, so you don't, don't even sweat that. All right, here, hang on a minute. I just, I fixed the homepage on this one because this one was pretty bad too. See, look, I had to go put some, I put a real, this is my title tag. Home stage and real estate, home decor. I, I actually went through and put a title tag on for her because it was that, that off. So, and I went through and I, I did, I did some precursory work on this page already. So, you guys can't see my screen again. Dang it. It's the problem I keep getting into with this thing is you can't see it sometimes. But anyway, all right, Byron, any other questions? 
No, I was actually uh, going in and typing in uh, this new title, Houston CPA Tax Advisor for Small Individuals and uh, for Individual Small Business Owners. I know I, I, know I do, I, I need to, I, I need to put some thought process into it, you know. Well, now that's going to be better than it's only. See, this small business today, you yeah. could make that make total sense by sticking the word you're in front of it. Or oh, your CPA advisor? No, 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 no. You have a thing, you have a backdrop up behind you that you made a virtual screen. And it says small business CPA, bookkeeping, accounting, and tax services, right? If you put the word your in front of small business CPA, you change the whole meaning of that sentence. Mm, okay. So that one little change now changes the dynamic. Because small business now belongs to the your and not to the CPA. Right. And they understand linguistics well enough to know what you did there. So it'll give you credit for a small a CPA for small business. So, so would it be even a, though we, so change, changing changing that heading on that uh, on that page, changing that that print on that page, would that help making that match the title of the page? Say that again. So what what I have that small business CPA going in and changing that. Would it be okay to also have that as a title of, title of the page? No, because that needs to say accounting and bookkeeping services, Houston, specializing in small business and individual tax services. Okay. That's what that really needs to say. If I, if I was going to write it, that's where I would be writing it to. Did you get that? Or do I have to remember what the hell I just said? I don't know, I'm, I'm right. Uh, it said accounting and bookkeeping services. For small businesses and individuals. Include service. And I actually would make it the IRS problems because that's where the money is. Yeah, well, and actually, I'm, I'm, I'm Last year, actually last past 18 months, I've been doing more resolution, tax resolution work. And so I want to start going more resolution first because I still would pick up the bookkeeping and accounting. All right. So then you would stick tax problems, bookkeeping and accounting services for small business and individuals. We do it okay. that way too. Okay, great. And it, people Google tax problems, not tax resolutions. Um, you know what? You're exactly right. I don't know why I hadn't thought of that because I try to reverse that sometimes. That, that's exactly right. <laughs> Tax problems. Right. Okay. I mean, and I might stick a Houston in there somewhere. And actually, I wouldn't stick a Houston in there somewhere. So when we say tax, when we say tax problem solver, a tax. No, you got you went crazy. Okay. Stop at tax problems. We, we, we want to put something in front of the tax problem, like no. fixing a tax problem. No, 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 no. All right, all you're right. You're listing your services. You start okay. getting extra words involved, and you're changing that. Don't know. Just so, 
So the title page, you just listen your services. You're not trying to give a statement about what you're doing. No, that's the description. Yeah, I, I will, I'm okay. look look at SEO four eleven's title tag. Just look at it again. Okay. It says Houston. It doesn't make any earthly sense in the sense of a statement. It's not a sentence. It says Houston SEO expert, web design, social media, digital marketing, and penalty uh, website penalty recovery. So it says doesn't have a noun it doesn't have a verb it's just got a lot of words okay see i think that's why i was messing up on some other pages i was uh, uh listening so on the on those title pages just really wanted to be listing the services and then on the meta descriptions where you make the statement that's right that's exactly right and i think this one uh, yeah it says houston yeah that's and i don't even know if i can pull the meta description on this it's not really pulling it I think it'll pull it here if I do it. Houston. Yeah, see underneath it says Houston's leading SEO service and web, de web de design and development firm. We are experts in SEO or excuse me in social media website recovery, making us the best turnkey. And I stopped there on purpose because I wanted the word count. So I put thoughts like it was continuing, but it really doesn't. I literally stopped at turnkey. Okay. Uh, you, you, break down, you said you want the word count to do what now? I was gonna try. I stopped the word count there because I didn't want to go any further. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to even go and I don't even know that I sh I wanted to go to best turnkey solution. I just stopped there because I was over the word count and okay. put the couple dots. I actually put the three dots there to stop the sentence. What's what's the best word count on the meta tag? It's not word count. It's like 150 characters. 150 characters. Okay, okay. Characters. So those two are characters. They're not. Um, I got it. Okay, look, this dude made one in Google. Okay. Look, this I got to run. Funny. You got to run? Okay, I'm out too. I got to get on with my day too. So um, right. if we're all good and everybody else is good, I'm just going to shut it down from here and we'll call it a day and I'll see everybody next Wednesday. Okay, thank you. Now. You're welcome. This working out good, ain't it? Oh, it was real good. So. All right, and, and I'm stucking them all on the internet. So anything you miss, they're all up there. Oh man, I need to use my background some more. Send me when they go, they see my page. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's there you go. So, all right, all right. take care. All right, bye. All right. bye bye.